Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. your breakfast, dear. Oh, now who's out in that garage stirring up those cows? Oh, for Can you sake, see? it's Charlie Bemis. Oh, look, after all I've been through the past two days, the last thing in the world that I can take is Charlie Bemis. Oh, I know, me too, but there he is, and he's looking in here. Well, hello, Charlie. Oh. You better go on out, dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. I wouldn't have believed it. No, sirree. Oh. I wouldn't have believed it if oh, I hadn't Lord. seen him with my own two pretty blue eyes. <laughs> well, how's the little farmer, boy, oh. huh? <laughs> I'm living through it, I guess. I just got back to town last night, and Harry told me about it, but he didn't know very much. What happened, pal? What happened, huh? Oh, uh, well, of course, I've told the story so much, I'm kind of tired of telling it. Oh, but... yeah, I'll bet. But you tell it to little old Charlie. Huh? I'm all ears. Well, not quite all ears, huh, boy? <laughs> well, maybe not. Anyhow, you know, I... I said to Harry, what do you mean? Two cows just wandered into his yard during the night? Well, that's what happened. We woke up Monday, I guess it was, and... Tuesday it was, dear. Yeah, Tuesday it was. I... Now, how did she hear me way in there? You know, huh? she's just like Madge, and I tell you, Madge can hear better than the squirrel. <laughs> well, go on, so what happened? You woke up Tuesday, and these two cows were right here on your lawn, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, and they've been there for three days. Well, why do you keep them? I can't get rid of them. Nobody's claimed them. We've been in touch with the paper and the radio station and the police, and nobody has reported two missing cows. The Humane Society won't take them. They haven't got any place for cows, it seems. Neighbors are going crazy for fear they'll wander over and trample down their yards. Oh, and we ordered some feed, food and, you know, feed and hay, and they delivered a truckload... One of those mix-ups, and they wouldn't take it back. Well, I'll be darned. Well, don't you give it another thought. Little old Charlie's back in town to give you a helping hand. Oh, no, 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 Charlie, look, I I, I appreciate it and all that, but I've had enough trouble. I, I, I mean, you, you've got a job, and you're busy. Never too busy to help a friend. My gosh, what are friends for, huh? No, sirree. You just leave everything now to good old Charlie. <laughs> Early every weekday evening, CBS Radio invites you on a guided tour of the world with Lowell Thomas. Personal friend to many of the world's leaders and a highly traveled personality himself, Lowell Thomas often knows the people who are making the news and knows the places where the news is being made. His CBS News reports are filled with facts and anecdotes he's gained firsthand. So you join us on CBS Radio Monday through Friday when it's time for Lowell Thomas and the News. Now, another CBS News feature to hear regularly is The World Tonight. Seven nights a week, The World Tonight takes you anywhere in the world the important stories are breaking. It offers you eyewitness reports by our experienced overseas correspondents. It brings you lively interviews with people in the news. So every evening, meet the world halfway on CBS Radio, as most of these same stations bring you The World Tonight. Dear.
dear, could I see a minute while Charlie's on the phone? Oh. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Excuse me, uh, Charlie. Yeah, I, that's I... okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello? Oh, is this the chief? This is Charlie Bemis. Say, I hear you've been giving one of my old pals the runaround. Close the door. What? Why? Why you let Charlie Bemis, of all people... Look... I didn't want him to get into this at all. You know Charlie. Yes, I certainly know Charlie, and though I shouldn't say this about anybody, Charlie Bemis has never put his hand to anything that it hasn't turned into one grand mess. I know it, I know it, but you know how he is. He's got connections with the mayor and the chief of police. So he says. Sure, I know. He'll probably cook my goose for all time. Did you tell Charlie we were already checking with the livestock division at the state capitol to try and find the owner? No, no, no. I didn't get a chance. Well, come right on in and you tell him. Well, come on now. Come on, tell him. Now, look here, chief. Chief? Yeah, chief of police. for heaven's sake. Well, I'd appreciate it if you could do anything or... Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, he, he he's pretty busy right now, but he's going to see what he can do. <laughs> he says, anything for you, Charlie. Uh-huh, well... <laughs> Look, I didn't get a chance to tell you, Charlie, but the vet told us to send the numbers off the vaccination tags on the cow's ears, you know, to the livestock division at the state capitol. They can check the numbers yeah. with their records and let us know who owned the cows when they were vaccinated, you know. You're going to sit around for months while they look up some records at the state capitol? Oh, I don't think it'll take months, Charlie. Oh, I... now, wait a minute. I know the governor. He's an old pal of mine. Oh, well, not exactly an old pal, but I met him once. I'll bet he'll remember old Charlie Bemis. Oh, <laughs> oh Charlie, for Pete's sake. No, 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 we're not calling the governor. Well, I no, wouldn't no. mind. Not for you, pal. Not at all. No, no, Charlie, no. We wouldn't want you I to do that. Charlie, this is the craziest situation. The cows aren't yours, so you can't sell them or Give them away. <laughs> By gosh, you know what you could do? Why don't you sue the cows for trespassing, huh? Oh, Charlie, really? I... Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a great idea. Get some real publicity. Might even get in Life magazine. No, no, no Charlie, Charlie, please. Now, don't, I don't, don't. Well, it, but... Wait a minute. The only thing I see is the possession is nine points of the law. I suppose if nobody calls for them within 90 days, they're all yours. <laughs> don't even mention anything like that. Look, don't you think you boys ought to get to work? I mean, you, you should leave, dear. I mean, Mr. Bradley... Yes, yeah, sure. It? Well, uh, thanks anyhow, Charlie. Listen, uh, where do you think the cows came from? Get huh? your briefcase, dear. It's by the chair, and I'll get your hat. Why, nobody knows, Charlie. The nearest farm's about three miles away. Well, have you driven around to ask if they owned the cows? Oh, no, no, we haven't. Well, the thing to do is to pile those two cows in a truck and drive around. They can't have come too far. I don't have a truck, Charlie. I'll get one. No, no, Charlie, now, we're, we're waiting to hear from the livestock division. You'll I'm wait sure. a long time, I'm telling you. You call your office, tell them you won't be in, and we'll find a truck. Pile those cows in it and start looking. Oh, Charlie, I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> My boss was sore enough yesterday about all this cow business anyhow, and if he thinks All right, you call. Say he's sick, won't be in. Oh, now look, Charlie, really, dear, I... You want to get rid of the cows? Then come on. Just leave it to little old Charlie. Don't be discouraged. Never say die, say I. <laughs> yes, well, Charlie, we've driven all over. We're, we're about ten miles from town now. The cows certainly never walked that far. Yeah, I'm afraid she's right, Charlie. We've asked at 15 farms. Now, wait a minute. There's a Holstein herd over there. We'll try that farm.
my cows, all right. That's Caroline, and that's Jesse. Well, let's get them out of the truck. All right, you're home, girl. Just just a minute, Charlie. Um, You're uh, you're sure they're your cows? Oh, yeah. Where'd they been? Well, they've been in town, in my backyard, for three days. Yeah, well, not surprised. This is about the fifth time them two run off. Usually find them down the road a piece. (laughs) One time, though, they went about 13 miles the other way. (laughs) It's like take little trips, I guess. Well, didn't you see the picture in the paper and the story about them? No. What paper was that? Well, the Chronicle. I'm a Republican. Oh. Well, didn't you hear about it over the radio? They mentioned it on the local news. No, nope, don't listen to the news. Gets me so gall darn mad. Listen for the weather in the morning, that's about all. Well, I didn't ask your cows whether they were Republicans or Democrats, but I, I have kept them for three days. Well, they probably had a good time. Caroline and Jesse like to go visiting, see the sights. <laughs> well, sir, I won't go into all the trouble they've caused, but I will go into the money I've spent. <clears throat> now then, your cows have cost me $10 for a house call from the vet, $46 in feed and hay. We didn't order all that. I ordered a small amount, but there was a little mix-up. Anyhow, I... I brought the extra feed along and the bales of hay, which you can have. Well, they charge you for a bale of hay. Uh, $4.83. You got stung. Well, anyhow, come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's get the cows out of the truck. Oh, no, wait a minute. I, I'll forget the telegram to the livestock division. That was only a dollar and seventy cents. But I'd like fifty-six bucks, if you don't mind, before I turn over the cows. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's right. Oh, look, I, I forgot the rent on this truck you got, Charlie. Yeah, that, that was fifteen bucks. That makes uh, seventy-one dollars. Well, I'll make it seventy dollars even. Okay? You talking to me? Well, yes. Well, it's a funny thing, and... Taking a second look at these cows, I couldn't rightly say they're mine. I don't think they are after all. You know darn well they're your cows. Oh, I wouldn't swear to it. I wouldn't want to take something that wasn't mine. No. Nope. Good day, gentlemen. You excuse me. I got chores. To well, I uh, wait. I, I why they're his cows? Well, sure they're his. Course. Wait a minute. I. Oh, honey, what's the use? He knows he's got us licked. He knows we're not going to take them back to town. Yeah, she's right. Hey, look, I'll go talk to them, see what I can do. Oh, let's just let the cows out, boy. They talk about city slickers. They better start talking about country slickers. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Let's go to Beechnut Babyland. That's the place you know where you'll find the very finest, the most cared-for foods that grow. Like beechnut apples, red and ripe and juicy sweet, each one. So fresh that in beechnut apple juice, you can almost taste the sun. Same goes for beechnut orange juice. So rich in flavor and vitamin C, squeezed with care and pasteurized. Best for baby? Yes, siree. No nectar that the mythical gods ever had on hand could match the golden juices made in Beechnut Babyland. Yes, babies can taste the special goodness in foods from Beechnut Babyland. And you can too, because Beechnut so very carefully preserves the natural flavor, natural food nourishment. When it's from Babyland, Mother, you know it's best. Get Beechnut, the most babied foods in the world. Well, I 
can't get over it. How did Charlie ever get the money out of that farmer? Well, he got $50 anyhow. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of sorry. I said all the things I have about Charlie. It's awful, but, you know, I've never really liked him. I know. I know. Me either. But there's something about him that just rubs me the wrong way. But by golly, do you realize that of all my friends, Charlie's the only one who really got busy and helped me out? I know it. All the rest of them just laughed at the situation or yelled that they didn't want the cows in their yard. I know it. I know it. I guess it's true. When you're in trouble, you find out who your real friends are, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's call it a day, dear. Get to bed. Oh, no, I didn't oh. tell you. Well, While you were doing dishes, I called yeah. Miss Winters at home, asked her how things went at the office today. Yeah. She said the boss was on needles and pins, you know. What? Didn't believe. No, yeah, she told me. Yeah. Didn't believe that I stayed home sick. Oh, dear, and he was so mad at you yesterday. Yeah, what, so what? He, he called here. Yeah. Yeah, we were gone. So now he, he thinks I was out looking for another job. No. Yeah, that's what she told me, yeah. For heaven's sake. <laughs> boy, is he worried. Isn't that funny? <laughs> How about that? Well, now is the time to ask for a raise, dear. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> well, there you are. Uh, Charlie was right again. He said, let yeah. the boss worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I'll certainly sleep like a baby tonight. Oh, golly, what a week this has been, oh, huh? Oh, I know it. As I said, out of 60,000 people in this town, why did two runaway cows pick my yard? My yard! Out of... You, you know, Charlie says I'm jinxed. I'm one of those people that things happen to. You know what? What are you looking for? What's the matter? What's that in the yard now? Looks like a giraffe. It does. Oh, what? Are you kidding? Is there a circus in town? No, it, oh, oh, oh. It's just the moonlight on the lilac bush. Oh, come here, come here. Look. Now, doesn't that look like a giraffe? Dear. Look at that now. Oh, dear, you know there's no circus in town. Well, if there was, and if a giraffe escaped, it would head straight for me, and it would be oh, right there. Oh, that's silly. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's the story of my life. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Don Briggs and Dwight Marfield. The Couple Next Door is produced by Walter Hart. 